real quick before you start, I think Quincy Jones is either drunk or just got that old man thing where you just get ignorant or both. <laughs> Josh, your man, DJ Playboy, back with another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. I'm in the building with my folks down, my family. Keith, what's wrong with you? What's good, bro? <laughs> chilling, chilling, man. How y'all feeling? You know I'm feeling good. Girl, scream like yeah, a Yeah, it's good to hear, man. It's good to hear, miss. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. Ayo, Niche. Ayo. What's good? Ayo, I'm good. I'm here with my squad, my people. You know what I mean? My team. My team. We're fierce. Ayo, <laughs> Niche. Nah, everything's straight. What's good with y'all, yo? Early morning. We on it. Uh, we on it. Back to the early morning shit, man. I like I like recording at different times of day because I think you get different feelings. But Sunday early morning, that's how we started. That's when we landed on Plymouth Rock, baby. Word. Where we at? We no, I'm feeling like good? church out there, man. I feel like Joel Olstein. He's <laughs> <laughs> some gospel playing right now, man. Yo, how y'all doing? Wait, did we accept Joel Joel back yet, or is he still like we not rocking with I'm him? T- nah, I'm, I'm team Joel to the heart, man. That's, you know why? I ain't gonna front because I'm the same way. Like I feel like if I had if <laughs> I would have done the same thing that he that he did, I'd have been like, yo. I'll give y'all some money, but I can't. I don't want y'all staying in my crib. You know what I mean? And I think that's that's kind of how he looked at it, but. He just, you know, he also seems like one of those people that have issues with crowds and and people in his space. So, yeah, I could understand it. But yeah, as a religious, I don't, I don't look at religious people as um perfect or they gotta yeah, be uh, no one super. Is. Yeah, so you know, what I mean, they all have their faults. They're all human beings. And he had a moment where he was like, I, "This is mine, and I don't really want to <laughs> share with everybody." You know, what I mean, and then you know, I think a, a greater the, the voice of reason, I think, came in and he came to the senses. But um. I'm, I put it like this. When it comes to charity, I'd rather give you some money mm-hmm. or, you know what I'm saying, maybe help you do something. But I don't know if I necessarily need you in my space. I think that's where I kind of cut the line. My castle is my castle. I dig it. Keith, is he is he back? Is he back on water? Like, I mean, he never left for me. I mean, honestly, I don't really care about the situation that much in the first place. <laughs> but, um, what a nigga. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that we, where you could choose to, to dump him or keep him. I mean, yeah. I didn't really hold him very daily in the first place, but I do like some of the things he say, or a lot of the things he says, and he, uh, it's whatever. It's whatever for Joel. For Joyce Myers, <laughs> that's my boot now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bang with Joyce Myers, too. I feel like if you wanted not to like him, it would have gave you the reason not to like, oh, here, here, here gives me something to like not listen to his stuff no more. Uh, but and if that's you, what we and do. If you wanna, yeah, exactly. And if you want to be a fan of his, you'll find a reason to explain it. So that's what people do, but... um. Word. Nice little segue right into my let a plicker know America's favorite segment back again. You know what I mean? Holla at us if y'all want to sponsor let a plicker know segment because uh. this is where I ask ask my peoples a question, something that's been on my mind. You know what I mean? And sometimes I don't know who to turn to, so I turn to the fam. Here you go. And I ask Here Keith. you go, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but but I want y'all to let a plicker know. I'll I'll give y'all a little background. What's story, up, man? man? So like, I'm out here single. You know what I'm saying? Like a Pringle. Okay, and, and okay. A week before <laughs> Valentine's Day. You, oh, that's the perfect time to be single. Like, don't be booed up. <laughs> don't be booed up before no Hallmark holiday. But um, 
Nah, you know what I'm saying? But I've been single for a while, and I like it. I like being single. I'm not necessarily looking for a relationship. I'm, I'm super busy. I ain't got no time. But, um, you know, you do want to hang out with the opposite sex, so, like, the, the dating sites are popping, you know what I mean? Because it, it skips the middleman, I guess, having to go to the bar or finding meeting somebody a different way. You kind of just meet them through your own time. You get to know each other. So I like the, the, the various dating sites, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Tinder, you know what I mean? Black people meet. Farmers only. I'm out here. Christian I'm, you know Mingle. Christian, Christian Mingle. Okay. And the funny thing about Christian Mingle, I didn't, I didn't mess with Christian Mingle, but I, you know, how there's always like knockoff ones and, and different ones also. And I seen one with a better rating than Christian Mingle, so I was like, hey, let me try this one out. Um, and it, what, what made me think about today's letter plicker no topic was, um, I remember that one time this girl was like, you know, because you gotta, you gotta send messages or whatever, but generic messages first, and then you can send regular messages, um, back and forth with each other on this particular site, mm-hmm. and um. This young lady responded to like some generic message I had with like, oh yeah, you know, you seem nice, everything. Wait, wait, um, wait, time out. How, what what did your your profile picture look like? Like, was it like you smiling or was you holding poppy? Oh, the picture. <laughs> I think it's like I think it might be multiple pictures on there. Oh, it, right. it could be just one, but it's like, it's like a it, it probably um it's just me, just no nah, no dogs, no nothing in the background. Probably just me in a room. Right. Um, winter hat on, da da da. I can't remember if I have if I have multiple ones up there or not. But um, yeah. but it's funny you asked me about the profile because what I didn't know is um, in her response she was like, "Yeah, you seem nice, but um, your profile says that you drink and you smoke, and you know I <laughs> I, <laughs> I love God, and I'm looking for someone who loves God, and, and people, you know, someone who does that. Long story, like basically, just what you're saying is, I, I guess you don't love God because that's what you do, and I was like. I mean, we can have a whole conversation right now. It's like I, I didn't know that necessarily drinking or smoking means you don't love God, but I also know that sometimes religious people look at the things that they don't do kind of with a different state of mind. So yeah. I'm not necessarily going to judge uh, Shoei for her beliefs, but it made me think like that's her that's her deal breaker, I guess. Um, what what is necessarily y'all deal breakers when y'all date? I know Keith, you um your wifed up happily married right now. Congratulations! The, the real, <laughs> real wifed up. The real wife up, you know what I mean? Yeah. Got a, a couple months strong. And um, Nisha Nisha my, yeah. Nisha's back in the cesspool with your boy. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Why he's wild happy. You know, I'm going to throw you a life jacket. It's, it's dirty out here. It's nasty. We got to look out for each other. But I, um, I ain't even trying to put my toe in. Like um. <laughs> <laughs> You got to look from afar and be like, all right, I, I see something. Go, go deep sea fishing or something like that. But uh, what y'all dating deal breakers? I, I'll, I'll go first. So I can have a second to think about it. But um. My thing, and this is not to make anybody out there, if you if you suffer from anything like that, or, or um, I don't want to ostracize anyone to say that. This is my personal deal breaker because of my personal experiences. But like for me, it's mental illness. Like I don't really want to be with someone who 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 may have suffered from depression yeah. or needed medication, just with the experiences that I had from that. You know what I mean? Um, and typically with most things, I think with ninety nine percent of things, I'll give someone the benefit of the doubt and not necessarily let my my judgments from before affect my uh, my movements in the future. But I think that's my one deal breaker where it's like, I right, you know this was cool, but maybe it's better off if we just kind of um keep our space. I had a bad experience with that. So like for y'all, what's y'all deal breakers? We'll start with niche. Uh, uh, yeah. I know you back in it. Well, honest, what's your, what's your... honestly, like as you even as you were asking it, it made me think too, like. I remember, like, prior to, like, you know what I'm saying, um, not even the situation that I'm out of because it's still fresh and I'm, like, still there. You know what I mean? So you know how you, like, it's even hard to really kind of say I'm single because I don't really feel like it completely yet. But um, I don't know. Like, I remember when I was on, previous to this um, relationship, I was on um, Tinder a while ago, and I was just really on there for 
like networking, talking to people. And I, I, I met, I met someone and. Wait, wait, people really do that? Because yeah. when I used to be on Tinder, they be, I would see people with their profile, like, yeah, I'm just here to meet people and be That was me. Yeah. That was me. <laughs> I see that all the time. I never believe. I'm Yo. like, you a hooker. <laughs> Yo. But, but that was me. And, like, you know what I'm saying? We was cool. Everything was cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? She was cool. And, you know, ended up meeting, and there was just, like, a physical uh, disability that I wasn't really prepared for. You know what I'm saying? And Okay. I forgot the actual name of what it was, but it, like, really affected the walk and all of that. And I was just like, damn, like, and I found this out, like, weeks after talking and, you know, everything cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, damn, why you ain't say that shit up front? You know what I'm saying? Like. But you said that to. to mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You said that? Thought, Yo, no. Nah. Nah, I was, I was just oh, like, oh, oh, oh. I was just like, yo, what well, well, was afterwards of what we met? I was just like, all right, like, dang, you could have. You could have put that in the profile, like, to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the same time, too, like, <clears throat> I guess, like, excuse me, it's not all about the physical and all of that. But it's like, yo, like, when someone has a physical disability and you're, you know what I'm saying, you're looking for someone, that they're affected by that, too, by, by being, not necessarily being out and feeling uncomfortable, but making sure that you're comfortable. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, there's health reasons, too. Not necessarily just, like, with the whole... um it was a um a thing with walking, but there's other health issues that come with that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you gotta find someone that's willing to help you out when, you know what I'm saying, you can't perform certain tasks and stuff like that. So that's like a whole a whole thing right there. But I, I probably say a deal breaker with me is like, um, yeah, like if you're probably heavy into drugs and all that too, like I'm not I don't yeah, know. You know what I'm no. saying? I'm not really that's not really my style. I've I have i have seen yeah. some things in my lifetime, so I'm just like I, you know what I mean? Like, I just can't, yeah. Probably probably drugs and all that, as well as just being honest and open about yourself. So if I meet you and you're a completely different way, then that whole shit is just going to throw me off. Like, completely. It's, inter- it's internet dating, so, you know what I mean? People going to use that to their advantage. Yep. Just based off of how they felt like people treated them in real life. They're like, well, let me hide this certain thing. Mm. And I can't necessarily say something's wrong with that or or... Yeah. Right about it. It's, it's just from my personal preference and what they, how, how they feel to go about their internet dating experience. But um, I, with that being said, that's why you're 100 percent in the in the right for um, your feeling in the first example. Like you shouldn't have to feel guilty for that because it kind of was sprung up on you. You know yeah. what I mean? And it it didn't give you the right to choose if yeah. that's what you wanted to. Yeah. Um, and we kicked it for a few. We kicked it for mm-hmm. a few. You know what I'm saying? I I was just you know it just. Wasn't you kind of feel deceived? You feel yeah, deceived at I, that point because it's like did. you could have brought that up. Yeah, yeah. to me, I, I mean, I can't really um compare it to, I guess, like someone hiding kid your their kids from you and stuff like that. Because I had that happen before too. I was, you know, what I'm saying this one dude like you had kids, you got kids, you got kids. It's all good. Like you know what I mean? I'm just, I'm just here to see what's up anyway. You know what I mean? Like I'm mm-hmm. not, I don't know. I think people who who hide things that you. That I, that you're gonna eventually see anyway, you know what I mean? Like I like if you're not truthful and honest, because I take mental notes. If I'm talking to you on the phone for a few, I try to take little notes here and there, even in my actual notepad app. Like uh, when we link up, I'm about to do the checklist. Like all right, well you said da 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 X Y Z. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's really my thing. What about you, Keith? Underarm here, <clears throat> armpit here. So <laughs> what? <laughs> Deal breaker. Right, yeah, it's Eddie. a deal breaker. I mean, I understand there's like a, a feminist moving movement going on right now, but nah, B. 
Uh, I'm cool. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Nah, because because I I'm I'm somebody about the details and <laughs> and um just so it, it it makes me feel when so for instance when I was younger I was younger not that younger probably like five ten years ago within that time when I was dating like people used to say. Like one time, like on two occasions, somebody said to me, "Yo, I, I can't meet up today because I didn't shave." I'm like, "So what?" But like thinking back on that, it's like, "Oh wow!" Like they really didn't want to meet up because they wasn't they wasn't clean or fresh or whatever. I'm like that's they're gangster. referring that's to respect. their they're referring to their underarms or down below everything. Yeah. Okay. So that's my question for you too. Like, is that? I mean, it's just the underarms or it's the love below too? Like you like everything clean. I, I at least like it with a shape up, a little shape up. You little know what I'm saying? Fade, little fade. Put, put a little goatee on it. Put <laughs> pointy sideburns. Nah. Um. <laughs> Keith don't want the S curls. <laughs> no braids, no dreads. No hang time. No hang time. No, you don't want you don't want the cooch burning incense. And <laughs> Eating vegan and shit. You just want this shit, you know. Yeah. But yeah, uh, missing out. <laughs> no, nah, just like everything neat. You know what I'm saying? Like keep it neat just, where you eat. Yeah, for some reason Ooh, I'm just some, nice, some, nice. That's why she's the rapper. Yeah, um, exactly. Bars nah, it's on just, deck. It's <laughs> just something about attention to detail. Um, a lot of people who know me know that. Like I don't really, really care about the big stuff. I don't, I'm not a big person. Big on makeup. I'm not big on. Um, fancy clothes. It's just like small things, like eyebrows, or if you cut, if you keep your nails groomed and stuff like that. For some reason, I'm so hi- like it's a hygiene thing too. I, I dig it. You know what I mean? I, I, I completely, I, I, I can understand that. I definitely can see that, man. I, I got a couple homies that's like that too. Like, yo, listen, I don't like seeing no extra hair. Even when you said that, it made me think of the scene with um, was it Boomerang with Eddie Murphy? He had the feet obsession. Remember, he used to pull the covers up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, it's funny. Me and my me and my homeboy had a conversation the other day about feet and talking about uh, um, porno porno productions about, about feet and all the f- fetish and all that stuff. And I'm like, I don't know for some. Well, the feet. I'm not big on f- feet itself, but like you gotta yeah. cut your toenails and paint it from time to time. Yeah, especially if you want them things looked up on. Like I, you know what I mean? Like yeah. That, but hell yeah, especially if you want them things or, like that. Even just for display. Yeah, one, keep it clean. One thing I'm learning too is that like well one, I've never really done dating. So it's like, you know how you're still like learning what it is you do and don't like. So I'm kinda like dating myself, you know what I'm saying? You figure out what you do and do don't like and and go from there. You know what I mean? Like to really figure out once you figure out what you like, then you can figure out what you like from someone else, you know? So Yeah. That's it's rough for people like us because we're kind of super busy. Yeah. Um, and it's it's like you try to keep it real from jump. Like, yo, I'm, I'm mad busy, but, you know, I don't want to oh. just die alone and not hang out with anybody. Listen, <laughs> that goes for, like, everyone's mm. cool with stuff like that for, like, the first few months. And then all of a sudden it's the, yo, we don't even kick it like that. Da, 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 da. I'm like, yo, but... It was you all cool. Like yeah, and it was cool when it was like coming to the parties and da da da. You know what I mean? Whatever. But, um, 
you you made a point too earlier, Niche, before we move on that I like, and I didn't even ever really even think about it like this way. But if you looking, if it's like just starting, we just met you on a dating site or something like that, and you already kind of like deceiving and hiding stuff. Oh yeah. Like is that is that an indicator for like future behavior? You know what I mean? Like oh, you don't want to tell me you have kids, or you don't want to tell me about you know what I'm saying? So um, that's a good point that I never really thought of. I just kind of like lumped everybody up and like well that's something that people do when they internet date but you're right that might just be a, a indicator of future behavior if you really think about it what's something and, that everybody uh, does you mean like screen people or no sometimes they might embellish on something or just leave a certain aspect out really? you know what i mean everybody's putting their, their highlight reel on a, on social media and a I dating did. site you know what i mean they're not putting the fact that they might suffer from mental illness or they might have a certain amount of kids that they feel they're going to be judged for you know what i mean they uh. but they're putting they're putting their best foot forward um and you kind of just assume like that's something that goes along with it. But ne- I never thought about the way Nish said it that that might be an indication of future behavior. So you know when there's problems in the future, you're like, why is this person hiding things from me? That's that's what they did from jump. That was how you met them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So no, that's that's um, that's facts, and that's why. But it's 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 unfortunate that that's the way like society has kind of like sculpted people to like feel uncomfortable about what's what's them. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to embrace mm-hmm. that shit and, and and love your shit. You know what I'm saying? No matter what, but it's. It's hard, you know. Yeah, and it's it, you know it goes, it's all it's all formidable years, the high school, the junior high school stuff that people make you feel awkward about something when you see somebody get made fun of something, and now you have an insecurity and you carry that through life. People think you know you grow out of it, but people carry a lot of those stuff. Oh, sorry, a lot of those uh things through life. <clears throat> and the shorty out there who uh you know hated on your boy because I drink and smoke. I just want to let you know you can still love God and, and get faded. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? We're not gonna get into an argument about that. But it was, I mean, it's alcohol in the Bible. It's a different conversation, but people do feel that it's in the scriptures that drinking and smoking ain't ain't good. No, no, I'm not gonna understand. It's you know sober mind, but it's also a, it's a dating site, so it doesn't let you really say how much you do. It doesn't even say what you smoke. What first of all? <laughs> yes or no? That's hilarious. <laughs> Yo, they didn't. They wasn't real descriptive. Shout out to you know Shorty. I mean? She know what it is. At the end of the day, I'm still gonna be me. Now, nah, but you know what I don't like about that though, like, cause people sit here and not judge a person that like downs a bottle of wine on a Friday night or something like that. But then they'll turn around and get mad at somebody that's like, like that's way worse than than smoking an L or something like that. But it's just like, like now, but we shouldn't be talking about it in terms of worse. We shouldn't be talking about it like, oh, like this sin compared to that sin. It's like it's your choice. You know what I'm saying? In a few years. When it's legal everywhere, people aren't going to look at it that same type of way. You know what I mean? But that's just how it is right now. Mm-hmm. But we can even move on to America's favorite segment, Sweeping the Nation. Have y'all heard? When Plicka talks about a few news articles, we'll see how y'all feel about it. And also, have y'all heard? Y'all ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Locked Bring in. it on. I'm excited. Excited. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I read something in the uh, Daily News this week, so I want to know, have y'all heard uh, that a young man named Martin Xavier Combs at Christ the King High School um, in New York City was told that he cannot have Malcolm X on the back of his personalized senior sweatshirt? So his give y'all name. some background knowledge. Everybody gets a sweatshirt. You get to put what name you're going to put in there. A lot, of, a lot of schools do that with T-shirts and things like that. Yeah. Um, and his name is, like I said, Malcolm Xavier Combs, and he wanted to put Malcolm X on it. Um, the principal had an issue with that and said that's not someone that you want to be associated with um also just went on to say that uh i think they pulled him out of class they told him that that's because because 
depending on who you are, I think your view of Malcolm X uh, might be different. You know what I mean? There were there were comments made by Malcolm X that some people weren't able to move past on once he kind of moved on to a greater a greater uh, state of mind, and he was he didn't have those same views anymore. But people still remember it. It's, it's on video. It's on tape. Um, and they and they hold you to the to those uh, opinions and those views. And some people are stuck on that. Whereas I think our culture could look at the whole story, and we could look at it from. The Spike Lee movie where he took it, or the the autobiography of Malcolm X, where you know you learned it from before he was Malcolm X. You learned the background, now you learned his growth. You seen where he came from, um, to the point if you think about it, Black History Month, on a on a on a mainstream scale, I don't really see Malcolm X uh, highlighted that much. Nah. And uh, yeah, so how do y'all feel about that though? Do you think the student uh, should have been allowed to do that? Do you think that? People maybe because they they were offended by something that Malcolm X said have the right to say well that's not someone you should want to be associated with to the young man. How do y'all feel about that? I don't think they should have been allowed to tell him that like you know that's something that he shouldn't someone he shouldn't be uh, associated with. I don't I I think that was bad taste. Um, I think also that there has to be. I mean, there's been different instances that have happened at Christ the King, you know what I'm saying? But I, I feel like um, this right here, I mean, the kid is black. It's actually his name. I think it went a little bit too far left. And one thing that I do appreciate about the situation in general is the fact that his mom is not even like on some, yo, I'm about to sue, da 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 She's like, no. Like, they need to be better informed. Um, I know she said she wants them to have, like, um, <clears throat> pardon me, like the staff to take different um, – classes to be more like culture culturally sensitive so it's like you know i i don't know i'm, I'm not in agreement in agreement with it but I, I just feel as though um you know christ the king is in the wrong everyone who had something to do with it i feel like it was wrong it was really wrong and i think this needs to be blown up even more how about you keith how do you feel this is a, this is a very interesting case well also to add to the to the um what's hair on the plate you mentioned you know Malcolm X was a controversial figure and all this stuff also Christ the King's a, a Catholic institution it's a religious institution and Malcolm X was was um Muslim, Muslim. Mm-hmm. you know not just Muslim he was in, in the nation of Islam, was in the nation of Islam but left before his death so and then also there's this thing of knowledge this kid I wonder if the superiors in Christ the King are accustomed to people being this knowledgeable. You know what I'm saying? Like he has a it seems that this kid has a viewpoint on Malcolm X. Before in school, there or just in the world in general, there's an imbalance of knowledge, like a vast imbalance, right? Mm-hmm. When you think about a car salesman, the car the car salesman knows a lot about cars and most people barely know a little bit, but now you could just Google cars, their prices, uh, specs and all that type of stuff. Uh WebMD, people are going into doctors' offices already having, you know, narrowed their disease down to about five, three, four to five different things. And now the doctors don't have all the knowledge. This kid has knowledge and it seems that the, that the school isn't, it feel, that's the feeling I got that the school wasn't accustomed to people being this knowledgeable because they were very dismissive, dismissive of it. The, that administrator even went to her husband, husband and was like, hey, look, this kid wants Malcolm X on the back of his, on the back of his sweater. Like, Smoothie over here. <laughs> yeah, little Mooley over here with Malcolm X on the back. Yeah, this is the new like Malcolm kinda, X. Kind of clowning him, but this is something he was serious about, and she took it in jest. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, so my reaction to this is that it's, it's wrong, but it's more, allegedly, 
Allegedly, she did that. That was his side of the story. Oh, yeah. Alleg- yeah, allegedly. <laughs> so his, his story was that she did all this stuff. She did. But um, <laughs> I, think, I think this is just, because this is not just a Christ the King thing. I think That's this what I'm is society. Society is just it's it's changing, and lots of people are getting left behind. I'm I'm getting left behind in regards to many things. So, um, Christ the King, yeah. I hope this is a learning lesson, but I'm not surprised that something like this happened. Yeah, that's why it should be blown up even more. That's why I like you know what the mother is trying to do. You know, like she's not talking about I- suing and all that shit. I don't think it'll go away because you're always going to have certain controversial controversial figures that have made comments that it's like, whether they moved on from that or not, they're always going to be associated with that. Look at the picture that just uh, popped up of Barack Obama with um, Louis Farrakhan. Yeah. They held that under wraps for how long, you know what I mean? And they knew that that picture could be potentially dangerous for to for him running for president. Um but all he did was take a picture. You know what I mean? He didn't sit there and, and you know what I'm saying, say, I agree with his views, I agree with that. But that's how that's how serious it is that someone would try to tie just, oh, well, this person made that comment. This person said that. Even in the article, uh, the mom kind of like dropped the mic and was like, Malcolm X not only represented African Americans, he also represented Muslims. I wonder if she has a problem with them as well. And she kind of was like, I'm going to just put that out there for y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, Let me drop so that just like, Let me just, <laughs> I'm not even going to address it. Like, here, here it is. Later, y'all. <laughs> All right, I'm out. <laughs> so it's just like, but but that's what it comes down to. I, and um, There are going to be certain figures. I think in everybody's culture, I can't really think of any off the top of my head. Oh, well, Christopher Columbus. Um, He celebrated in, in, in certain communities. And yeah, exactly. In other communities, they're like, nah, nah, nah. So well, there's a, there's a um, big statue of Christopher Columbus in Columbus Circle in, in New York City. Mm-hmm. So And there also was a, a level of ignorance. To Keith's point, there was a level of ignorance for a long time where people were just taught in school mm-hmm. uh, what Christopher Columbus was and never really did any background research into it until they got older but didn't really change the curriculum. So it was like generations of generations were still taught that. Exactly. So, um, not, and not even necessarily because they became older. They became woke. You see what I'm saying? Woker. Exactly. <laughs> Wake them up, Nish. Uh, you hear Wake the snaps? You hear the snaps? Give, give him some give him some woke poetry right now. <laughs> <laughs> Word nah, up. But man. um nah also I I've been reading a lot this week. I wanted to know, have y'all heard my man Quincy Jones did art uh did an interview with Vulture magazine and he dropped uh, I don't even know. Could you call them jewels? Call them gems? Cause they was they were some question marks. <laughs> he had the blank emojis. Some <laughs> man. This guy, he's crazy. He got some fun, some funny jewelry on the floor. But uh, it went it went all over the place. And it, it, you got to remember, Quincy Jones is eighty four years old. Um, but I mean, if if you've seen Quincy Jones speak recently, he's he's still in his uh, he's coherent. Yeah, he's still in coherent mind. Exactly. <laughs> he, he is coherent the same way that Donald Trump is coherent. <laughs> yeah. oh, this is true and uh he, he speaking of donald trump he he spoke about donald trump an article said he's not really a big fan of uh of his um states that oprah shouldn't really run for uh office but kind of like alluded i don't know they, they kind of try to make like a connection like i guess his, his dislike of donald trump a celebrity being in there kind of was his reasoning for like not really wanting oprah to do it either um well he wasn't like trying to like uh flame her or nothing like that he did he did use it as an opportunity to point out or to state that he dated trump's daughter ivanka <laughs> about uh i believe 17 years ago uh 
<laughs> to which <laughs> to which nobody had any idea about. But I mean, Quincy Jones, one has a type. Come on, and, man. And she fits, Listen, <laughs> she fits this... that type. And uh, go ahead, keep my fault. Oh no, no. I, I mean, I don't think think the story here is that he dated Ivanka in that in that particular utterance you were talking about. It's how mm-hmm. he said it. It was like the reporter was like, "What do you think about this whole Trump thing?" He's like, uh, you know, I don't like Trump, and then I just get a rednecks, yada yada yada. He's Trump is this, Trump is that. Hey, you know, I used to date Ivanka. That's some eighty year old shit. <laughs> Yo, Quincy Jones is literally turned into that barber from Coming to America. Nigga, like, I know Joe, Joe Lewis. <laughs> Joe Lewis was one hundred seventy four years old when, when he fought. When he fought Rocky Marciano. Yo, that's... I, fu- I fucked his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> just saying, like, like just... that was so unnecessary. Like, yo, yeah, I, I dated Ivanka. What? He's like, I'm I'm just going to leave that right here. <laughs> y'all do what y'all going to do with that. I said like it was nothing. Like, yeah, I dated Ivanka. Hey, anybody got water? I'm thirsty. <laughs> My Lord. Anyway, where were so, we? Said she had the most beautiful legs he ever seen in his life. She, he went in. Wrong, he he could have left wrong that Wrong right father, there. though. Yeah. <laughs> wrong father. He said Tommy Hilfiger. Shout out to Tommy Hilfiger, I guess. Hooked him up. And, uh, yeah, he would have been 72 at the time. She would have been 24, which would have been weird. <laughs> but that, it does happen, so. Uh, it's in the family. What else? Yeah, what else did Quincy do? What else did Quincy want to say? Quincy... Said that Michael Jackson, which I, I thought you, you know, you kind of would have swore Michael was his man, but I think you assume because people won Grammys together that they're friends. Hey. Um, <laughs> he said, uh, "Yeah, Michael stole a lot of music. Michael stole." Uh, <laughs> he hit you with the <laughs> "Don't the- get it fucked up," but Michael. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he, that's how he opened the the conversation. That's the crazy thing. He said, "I hate to get into this publicly, but Michael stole a lot of stuff. He stole a lot of songs, uh, and he stated Donna Summer's State of Independence was uh, something that Michael got the riff was a song that Mike got the riff from for uh, you know the number one hit smash, Billie Jean. Mm. Uh, said he was as Machiavellian as they come, greedy man. Wait, Donna mm. Summer's wrote? Would you say Donna Summer's wrote that? Donna Summer's had a song called State has a song called State of Independence, and he says that Michael stole the riff from there, and actually streams." For that Donna Summer songs have, have been up since this Quincy Jones article has yeah, dropped. Yeah, I'm about to check that out. I know Quincy, Quincy <laughs> out here on his Dropping. shit. Quincy Dropping out here cubics. making Donna Summer's mad money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hating, hating on Michael at the same time. It's just crazy. And then and then took it to, to uh took it to Richard Pryor. Oh yeah, Marlon Brando, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, said uh <laughs> said Marlon Brando would fuck anything. He'd fuck a mailbox. <laughs> James Baldwin, <laughs> Richard Pryor, Marvin Gaye, and just decided he wanted to just drop bombs <laughs> and say that Marlon Brando and Richard Pryor were, were lovers. Um, to which Richard Pryor's uh, widow came out to confirm that um, Richard Pryor was open about his bisexuality, and if he was alive, he would not be ashamed that Quincy Jones uh, decided to put this out. Hmm. Hmm. Which is weird because you know these people have children, <laughs> and they might they might feel some type of way. Uh, but they was lit. Out. But that, yeah, so apparently Marlon Brando was, was yeah. That's that's how they got down. He was out uh, here. But they but, but that's the thing too. Like not for nothing. I mean, even during that whole time, they always talk about like you know what I'm saying all oh, this shit always going on from like you know, <clears throat> uh, pretty much gay activity happening. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's real prevalent, and you can even hear it in the music. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 and it's still alive right now. You know what I mean? Even when you look at 
I mean, we've always heard like rumors of even from like some of today's big big artists. Like you know, they always clowning. Fifty's always clowning Diddy. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. always this thing that's been reoccurring. So I mean, none of this shit to me is like surprising at all. Like you know what I mean? None of it. It's extremely surprising for me. This is shocking. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm appalled. This, this interview. No. Yeah, I am appalled because <laughs> let's take them the Marlon Brando thing. The, this is a, a, a nefarious stream of consciousness coming from Quincy Jones. Like he's just like talking. The interviewer, they're talking about the, you know, like the business of music. Music, and Quincy Jones is like, yeah, they, people need to know, just know about a bunch of music. A real musician would know, you know, Macumba and Yoruba and Samba and Bossa Nova and Salsa and all this stuff. And the interviewer like mentions Cha Cha. He's like, hey. Marlon Brando used to cha-cha with us. You know what? <laughs> Marlon Brando would just start <laughs> having sex with a bunch of celebrities, a mailbox and a bunch of celebrities. He would let niggas cha-cha up in that ass. It was crazy. Back in the day. <laughs> nah, but you, the, the only thing you, I could say is that, that that's to me that's like distasteful is that you talking about shit from motherfuckers who can't really talk about it for themselves. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, like they're dead. Yeah. So that's the that's the biggest thing to me. And then like, how many years after the fact do you just decide, yo, I wanna I wanna reveal this secret that I knew for years? You know what I'm saying? Like like why now? Yeah. You know what I mean? But like you said, they can't even defend themselves. I, I think not, I, I think Quincy And not that they would, not that they would just be like, yo, that's not something I did or that's yeah. something I did, but it's just like you don't even give them the opportunity. I, I think Quincy Jones might have been on his um what's y'all homie from the NFL? Uh man, Shannon Sharp. He might have had a black in some of that <laughs> some of that yeah. <laughs> some of that yak. <laughs> yak and mild. <laughs> he had the yak and mild happening for real, for real. That wine flavor was real, real serious for Quincy, man. But also, when you're 84 years old, you don't give a fuck no more. You're yeah, like, he got all the money. He's still he's still riding out. Didn't he also make comments about um, was it? Oh shit, I gotta double check, double back on it. But he was talking about some some artist was saying that um she's not really a good uh, writer or some shit like that. I don't know if it was Taylor Swift. It was somebody that he was saying he really wouldn't um work with. Let me Google that shit. He dissed he dissed the Beatles. He definitely he said did, the Beatles. Yeah, he dissed the Beatles. Said they weren't good musicians. Um, he said he loves Bruno Mars, uh, Chance the Rapper, Kendrick Lamar. He likes where Kendrick's mind is. He's grounded. Chance, too. Uh, Ed Sheeran is great. And then he just kind of goes left field and says, Sam Smith, he's so open about being gay. I love it. Wait, he said Which the Beatles were the worst musicians in the world. Yeah. yeah. That's how he starts the, his answer. <laughs> like, he, doesn't work, he doesn't work his way into that. Quote, quote the, the interviewer asked, what were your first impressions of the Beatles? Quincy Jones. That they were the worst musicians in the world. That's the same. I can believe that. Because Quincy Jones is like crazy nice with music. He plays mad different instruments. Oh, so yeah. people are comparing it to himself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yo, these dudes. He's seeing like the craziness that's going on across the country. These dudes coming from a whole nother, uh, whole nother country, actually, and getting crazy love over here. He's like, yo, they can't do what I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's probably how he felt. I'd imagine. But he just held on to that hate for like, yeah, I could, I could years and that. years. I, 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 I can see how that is. I get yeah. If he's actually reflecting on... How he felt as as the the Beatles were rolling out, then I could see that. I definitely could see that. Cause, it uh, kind of feels on some like uh, like like the way NBA players of yesteryear do. They want to use every excuse to call today's players soft, right. and then like if you pull up tape of them, you know what I'm saying? They was doing they 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 were doing the same things, but they feel like oh well, we had real fights, so you know what I'm saying? It was no love, da da da. But it's kind of you know you're just comparing your story. With with more uh, with more love, you know what I'm saying. You compare your story because you have a, a attachment to it, uh, comparing it to today's. But they, today's players feel the same exact way. Right. Um, then Quincy started dry snitching. <laughs> <laughs> 
said he knows who killed JFK, and then uh, pulled pulled uh, Sinatra into this on some like yo Sinatra, you know what I'm saying? Can't you Sinatra and Kenny ain't getting along because of the whole Marilyn Monroe thing? We gotta talk him out. He said Sam Giancana, alleged monster, uh, took him out. Then said we shouldn't talk about this publicly. <laughs> in the in the middle of the interview, decides to drop it. Then states we shouldn't talk about that out loud though. So yeah, Quincy was on one. Oh, God <laughs> man, that man is nuts. Yeah, no, yeah, it's Taylor Swift. I just <coughs> I just double backed on it. He was saying Taylor Swift like she can't really write like that. Like he's really just not into her. Like this was he was saying like yo, we interview? need songs, not hooks. That was his biggest thing when he was talking about her. Like saying you know, and he bigged up a lot of people, but. He definitely just wasn't really all about her. He said some people consider her the greatest songwriter of our age, um, to which the producer laughed and commented, whatever crumbles your cookie. <laughs> Quincy was lit. Yak, yak in, the, uh, yeah. in the miles, man. I think he's just really comparing, like, the artist that's getting mad love today. Because, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he likes Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars is super talented. He could do a lot of stuff. So it's like, I think he's, like, looking like, well, who could do multiple things? Who could... Who has diversity in their sound? He even, I think in one of his comments, was like, you can't learn anything from today's music. Man. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think people necessarily listen to music necessarily to learn something from it. Some people do, but I don't think everyone Man. is. It's an entertainment. Well, one thing, thing he so. mentioned, too, was just that, like, yo, a lot of shit is just, like, loops and all of that. Like, they actually, like you guys mentioned earlier, like, back then, I mean, these, they created a sound, which, 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 which created a feeling. You know what I mean? Like, it's... They were lit. These people, we're talking about people who know how to read and create sheet music. You give that mm-hmm. to some of these producers now, it's just like, what? That's why he, um, when he bigged up Mark Ronson, I'm just like, oh, word. Like, he actually yeah, yeah. produced, you know what I'm saying? A lot, of, exactly. a lot of the producers back then, like you guys said, were musicians. You know what I'm saying? Nowadays, it's not, it's not the same. You know, like we call Khaled a producer. <laughs> like, nah. Like, <laughs> nah, no, this, how do y'all, no how do y'all feel about Khaled? How do you feel about though his whole thing? Like I feel like it 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 is it, dangerously close to like hitting little John level where people are kind of just looking at him as a caricature, you know what I mean? And um he's a personality. Like yeah. you know. But how do you feel about him getting success in the music business? Cuz he does work. Yeah. It's just we don't necessarily get to see the work um, that he puts in cuz he's not necessarily making the beats or whatever or rapping on the songs. Yeah, I think um I think he has a formula that works. I mean, I the thing that I do like about Khaled is that um, he's been able to, like, reinvent himself to stay current, you know? Mm-hmm. So, to me, that's cool. But as far as um, what he does musically, I don't really consider him a genius. I don't really think it's um, as creative as people would like to, you know, give him credit for. Um, I just respect the fact that <clears throat> his energy is dope and he continues to try to, uh, you know, to, to actually create, but it, I'm not really, like, a fan of Khaled. Like, I don't like the formula of taking the same artist, you know, over and over and <clears throat> making that a thing, like, making songs with... I mean, because the artists that he usually works with are the big ones that we know. I, like, before when Khaled was working with, like, Ace Hood, like, you know what I'm saying? You brought an artist in, you know, you actually broke an artist. I thought that was dope. So, I, and maybe, you know, it was what it was between him and Ace Hood and it didn't work out and... He decided to just, you know, break himself as the artist. But, yeah, I don't really think it's anything amazing that he's doing to me. I just like his energy that he gives to people and to his fans, that positive shit. Like, I think that's ill. I like him for that. You, you got an opinion on him, Keith? Yeah. <clears throat> I like, 
Well, you was talking about, I like Khaled. You was talking about that he's becoming a character and people are criticizing him for what, becoming like this caricature of a DJ or entertainer? Um, yeah, well, I'll say he's dangerously reaching that point. It, to do, like, because like, if if, it, if we didn't see Khaled's come up, if it wasn't like public for us to see, I think we'd feel like this is an internet superstar getting money for selling oh, records. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because like he he had the, what did I see the, the most recent thing he had the Weight Watchers thing where he's like Weight Watchers is paying him to lose weight, but he has to like document the whole thing. You know what I mean? And it's kind of like you know like oh, I, I can't get mad at him because he has to be a character. I he has to be entertaining. That. Yeah, yeah, and shout out to him for finding ways, new ways to make money. But it's more so, it's just like if 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 we didn't get to see his come, like Niche brought up the Ace Hood days, or where he has Pitbull on records before Pitbull was Pitbull. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that it, was it, fire. It, yeah, we were able to see that and watch watch the whole grind. If we didn't, if it was more so behind the scenes or something like that, we'd be like, yo, this is the dude from Snapchat remaking Maria Maria and, and getting money off of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, nah, my I mean, fault. Yeah, to, to, to answer your question, Keith. I have to respect what he do. He earned the right to do that. You know what I'm saying? Some people did and some of the social media people. But even when you look at social media stars, believe it or not, just a few of them, a few of them strike, you know, get famous by luck. Lots of them really work at that shit as... Anybody who's over like thirty, may, it might sound a little bit ridiculous to them, but like they work really hard at what they do. They get their lighting right and all the shit. So mm-hmm. to speak to Khaled, he put he put the grind in, and yeah. I think when you make music the way he does, is like a DJ or just um, sampling beats or doing a bunch of loops and stuff. I think after a while, when you no longer need to produce beat by beat anymore to earn money, that you can't help but become a character. And the reason I say that is because I saw. Swiss Beats live not too long ago. Oh, and yeah. he, in concert? Huh? In concert? You see them live in, in concert? In concert, yeah. It was at a festival in um, okay. Philly. So this dude killed. Like, he was nice. I enjoyed myself. Everybody was vibing. He had Swiss the crowd moving. Yeah. He did not touch a turntable. He didn't touch a turntable? He did not <laughs> what touch do? a turntable. He ain't got to. He did not sing one lyric that he wrote. He just he just hyped up. They played this. He had a DJ, so he had a uh-huh. DJ playing okay. for him. The DJ was spin songs that he produced. That's right. Yeah. So and then Swiss Beats would just hype, be the hype man. He always had the know. vocals. Yeah, That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy that he's he's getting paid for that. Yeah. Yes. So he been getting paid for that shit though. And, and 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 it's crazy that Keith said he enjoyed himself. It wasn't yeah. like he didn't feel cheated. Like yo, this man just no, came up on stage and pressed play. It was one of yeah. the best yo, performances Swiss, of that. Swiss festival. has hits. He got crazy hits. But but when Keith brought it up, I assumed it, you know. Remember when Swiss Beats and, and Just Blaze were in the studio? I thought it'd be something like that. Like Swiss is on the tables and he scratch because you know he could really DJ. He could really scratch and yeah. all that. So I thought that he was like I know he was playing probably playing his own records, but I thought at least he'd be on the tables, nah, going crazy with it. Or something it. Sick. But, but remember, it's a festival, so he was only on for like half an hour. Or so but yeah. I, uh, okay. half an hour to hour. But either way, like he killed. And, my, and I guess the reason I brought that up was that you become this character. You know what I'm saying? Like there's this character. Like this image of Swizz Beats, that he's not in the public as much as he used to, but when he hits the stage, he becomes that character, and he no longer needs to, I guess, uh, f- flex that core talent that got him famous. He's not up there making a beat in front of you, or he's not up there actually spinning. He's act- he's just putting this shit on display and letting his character be the accent for the music that's playing in the background. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, you, you get to a point after creating where, you know what I'm saying, you you do venture off and do different things. And that's why, even when you said the whole thing with the Weight Watchers with Khaled, like, I think I think it's cool, you know what I mean? Like, that he can continue to, you know, 
make it that much more dope. Because you think about it, even with the different pop um, DJs, like, well, all the top DJs are pop artists or EDM, um, pardon me, DJs. Like, they're making like 28.5 mil a year and like that's what Residencies they're making. in Vegas. Yeah. And all that. So, yeah. I mean, that's, and that's once, you know, so when you have people like Cali, like if Cali can make that happen and yeah, go right ahead. I mean, it's other, it's other producers or DJs who are pretty much the same that do the same shit. They just haven't had that light. And I think for me, just being an artist and seeing how Khaled used to move, moving with these different artists and stuff like that. Like I missed that part. Like, even mm-hmm. even with Swiss, I think Swiss, Swiss is ill. The thing I love about Swiss, the way he's, like, you know what I mean, repping for the culture. Like, he's doing different things. I don't know if you guys heard, he even has this um with Bacardi that he does. And it's just, like, yo, pretty much all the proceeds go back to the artist. So, like, they have actually um, actual real live, uh, not necessarily performing artists, but, you know, like, painters and, and, and people who, like, just do, like, ill sculpting like he rents out a venue and Bacardi pretty much links up with um Swiss Beats to create like a real dope um art exhibit art show where all the proceeds yeah like and he's taking different artists like you know what I'm saying from like around the world and they're and they're getting this money back you know what I mean so it's not necessary he's creating a platform for people that we've never heard of before you know what I'm saying so shit like that I like how Swiss keeps a foot in shit like that because that's important for the culture whereas with Khaled like I don't really I don't really see that. You know what I mean? Even as you go up, I still feel like it's important to, as you go up, to pull up people too. Not necessarily that you know or that you don't know, but that are just fucking dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, are, mm-hmm. that you got to work that work for it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't know. For me, I, I don't want to hear another Rihanna and Bryson Tiller. Find me somebody else that's just as dope. And maybe that might be his plan because they, um, him, Diddy, and, um, Megan Trainer and I forgot the other guy. Oh, the yeah, show, the TV four. show, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. word up. You know what I'm saying? So maybe that might be the plan for, you know what I'm saying, some other stuff. And, you know, sometimes you got to use what you have to make that shit even more valid. So, you know. Yeah. What, what I want, and then what I'll say for Khaled, there's probably a ton of stuff he does that we don't see that just doesn't get brought to the light. Oh, yeah. One, I know I know he does charity work for people out in um Florida. I think Miami had gotten hit. Um with a storm last year, he was doing a lot of things that were big for them, and I remember yeah. the BT awards were out there. Um, so he does a lot of things. What I was gonna say is, um, and this is just, I'm just, just you know theory. Um, I think a lot of these artists they don't wanna necessarily uh, train a new artist or or, or uh, develop a new artist because these people really are like motivated, hardworking people. And I think it's hard to find people as motivated as them. And I think once they see someone not have that passion that they have, it's kind of like. Why am I working this hard when I could be, I could be making Cali dope, you know what I'm saying, yeah. rather than making somebody else dope? And I, I think that's what they co- they come across. They they're not gonna come across many people that are gonna grind as hard as they are and are gonna do as much. As they- and you you've developed artists before, Nish. You know how that yeah, is. Yeah, that's why I, can, you're, I you're, agree. Yeah, you're working harder than than they are sometimes. So it's just like, um, I can see why they take that path because a lot of those DJs that you mentioned, uh, EDM DJs with residencies. They would switch places with Khaled because it's like, yo, I can make that same amount of money without DJing 300 nights a year. You know what I'm saying? Like, why, why would they? Of course they would sign up for that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. They be lit. I, <laughs> Every mm-hmm. night, different country lit. Like, and I like, like, I pay attention to, like, a lot of the artists and <clears throat> part of me, like, uh, DJ Snake and um, I like Steve Aoki and all these guys. And, like, you know, even with their production, their remix and stuff and. I mean, even Calvin Harris and David Guetta, like, you really don't know how much these dudes are actually creating, um, you know, like you said, sometimes when they get on that stage, they just become that character, like Keith mentioned, like, you know, 
Yeah, so man, you he's don't, gangster, you don't, man. I, yeah. I went to an Avicii concert and oh, they have to, they heard have he's to have, fire. um, oh yeah, it was, it was crazy. And they have to, like, they keep EMS, like, on deck. Like, EMS is in yeah. the stadium just in case somebody OD on something. It's nuts. Yeah. yeah. I heard that vibe is, like, it's so unreal. Even when, um... Even with Steve Aoki, I mean, I, I, watching some of his joints, even, yo, let me tell you, I, I was um, I was trying to, you know, put my future writer together, like, you know, what I would want to travel around and, you know, what would be needed. And so I Googled up some people's writers and Steve Aoki, one of his was, uh, you know, you have to have like, he demands like a sheet cake. You know, like a big ass sheet cake. The, the sheet cake is one thing that he actually throws in the crowd. So in the crowd, yeah, yeah. that's his thing. Yeah. So I mean, that's one of his big things. Um, six bottles of whatever champagne. I, no, actually, I think it was two, like a couple cases. And you know, so for him just to do his own thing and uh, throw it on people, then he, he asked, sprays it. Yeah, he sprays yeah. it into the crowd and shit. Yeah. But one of the funniest things I thought was motherfucking. He asked for a raft, like a um. A blow up uh, little raft that he uses where he wants to crowd surf. The motherfucker okay. gets in the fucking raft and just floats around on the little <laughs> pool. I'm like, yo, the, the inflatable. I'm like, yo, these people, his rider was just crazy. Even with the food and all that, the things that people ask for, but people pay that shit. Hell that yeah. motherfucker. So they, make, they bring in mad money. Hell they bring yeah. In mad money. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's, I, I can't wait to see, like, you know, like a, um, the, the hip hop side really reach that level too because. You know, we're we're definitely capable of that, you know? So, like, if mm-hmm. I could see a Khaled get there, you know what I'm saying? But th- sometimes you see these artists and these DJs, when they are on the stage, like, they're recreating these beats, and it's such a show that comes with it, you know? So. You got to have it, yeah. Yeah. It, um, while we're on the subject of music, y- y'all heard any new music lately? Um. Justin Timberlake, Man of the Woods. I heard that shit was trash. You like that album, uh, No, it was cool. I mean, maybe it's trash, just... Because of what people expected from Justin Timberlake, it ain't one of his best works. But I don't know, it's, it's, it's it was listenable. What's the style of music on it? It's, it's not country western, is it? Nah, like, nah, uh, nah, nah. It's um, I guess it's just pop. It's just JT pop. Mm. They, he has a couple features on there, Alicia Keys and all these different people. But um, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I can see how people would think it's trash. It's, it's not inspiring at all. But it was good background music. I think I was cleaning up or something. I don't like going off of people's reactions like that. Like people like Eminem's albums trash. I'm like, not the tracks I heard. You know what I'm saying? I, I never sat there and listened to it front to back. I heard it on shuffle, but I didn't think it was trash. I didn't right. Even I, think, that. I heard. I heard people were saying like the reviews were saying um, JT's album is trash. But I, I I made an effort to not read the reviews bef- before because people were like yeah you should see the reviews or whatever. I was like let me listen to the album first so that mm-hmm. the reviews are worth something. It's because people build; they have preconceived notions with anything. Uh, yeah. The sequel to a, the sequel to a movie, or even just like like Black Panther, for instance, like just going off a preview, something coming out. They don't know what it's gonna be, but people going into that movie hyped. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, and then the reviews are good too, so their they, expectations are even more hyped. It's like um, when people tell you about a movie, but you've seen it too late. You seen it after everyone was mad hyped about it, like, yo, you like seen Titanic. Hangover, yeah, yeah, <laughs> all that shit. So it's like, but by the time you see it, it's been hyped up so much, you like, yeah. I guess it would have been good if I didn't hear it so much. So I, I try to do what Keith does and stay away, uh, yeah. stay away from the the reviews. The, uh, how was the Super Bowl performance? Was trash. It good? The, yeah, that that was that was actually trash. Um, it it would have been a good All Star <clears throat> All Star game, NBA All Star game halftime performance, but for Super Bowl, like it was a to me, it was a good performance. Like it was fun and everything, but it's the Super Bowl. 
Last year, Lady Gaga risked her life jumping from the top of the dome. She was and caught fired. It. And caught the ball. And, yeah, caught the and ball caught the ball. Down. That's crazy. <laughs> Tom Brady didn't even catch the ball. But Lady Gaga <laughs> did. And, and, you know, JT comes out this year in a, in a wild outfit. And, you know, he he did his greatest hits. It was good. Like, it was, it was a good performance to me, but... It was fun. I enjoyed myself, but Man. it wasn't like Super Bowl shit. Like Beyonce and Bruno Mars did like a dance battle with their crew. Some yeah, some beat it type even, shit. There, from there's years no ago. competition like that. Yeah, when Beyonce and them was together, that that was lit. Who they should have had performed during the halftime was Kevin Hart. I mean, he tried at the end to perform, but <laughs> they, should, they they wouldn't let him on the stage. That was funny. They were like, Nah. Imagine son, how big you, got- you are. That you think you could actually get onto the stage with an MVP, the head coach, the owner. Yo, he tried to walk on before players were like players were still going up those steps. He was trying to get on it with them. I'm like, yo, okay. Wait, but then he was on live TV. You see, he still like he was cursing and all that. Like <laughs> so he dropped the f bomb on the yeah. NFL network. Oh, was he? Oh, was he working for NFL Network at the time? I didn't. Even, I thought he was just going up. There no, he be... well, they they ended up letting him get on at the end, and he was on uh, live TV talking, and then he 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 said fuck, and then he was just like, you know what? I'm a little drunk. I'm just gonna. <laughs> he let go of the nah. mic and just moved on. I'm like, yo, this nah. motherfucker, and I follow him on Snap, so that shit was even more funnier. Like, he was lit. He was lit. You heard any new? Uh, you heard any new music niche recently? Nah, but you know who? Um, I'm actually. I've been digging back on albums, so like I've been um, going, Ooh, going back. back. Yeah, digging like in the crates. Yeah, like Blueprint Three. Um, you know, now that uh, Biggs is home too, like I've been watching like different interviews and shit like that with him. If you guys aren't familiar with who Biggs is, he actually you've been locked up all this time for that for that weed shit. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't even know it was out. I mean, that's a, that, and that's interesting because they be locking people the hell up. The whole criminal justice thing, they got Meek locked up. For exactly. a long time, just for for what's it called? Um, parole Probation violation. Yeah, yeah, he he. Meek been on shit though, but either way, you know. But Biggs Biggs was like running a factory, like a a, a dispensary, pretty much out of his crib or something like mm-hmm. that, or a grow plant well, or something like that. Allegedly, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, but he um, it was cool because it, it pretty much him. It was really his his bread that funded Rockefeller, so it's him. Um, well, Biggs, Dame, and then you had Hove, and I mean, it's just cool to hear the different stories about how it all actually came together, and it was, uh, Big Face Gary, who, you know, was working with them, and I mean, yo, just the stories, like, I've been listening to, um, shout out to all the different podcasts that I've been listening to, um, you know, that's, that's been interviewing him, he, he's been going on his promo run, so, um, Bit- what is Biggs up to? What's he move, what's he gonna do moving forward? Or he's about to I sign mean, a label or something? Or? I have honestly, he it was so much stories just about what what he was doing that they when they did ask him, there was a couple of interviews asking him what he's going to do now. He's just you know, you know he's just you know he's quiet like so yeah. yeah, yeah really, that's why I was like I, yeah. I was like he's going with interviews on yeah, a promo tour. Yeah. I was like he ain't even talk when they was popping. That's what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. like he had like a like the one podcast that I you know I like drink champs and all that. Shout out to Nori and them, but I was listening to um. I was listening to that one, and um, you know he would talk, but then you got the other cat, Big Face Gary, who's been around since since Jump with them, and he's like telling all the extra stories, you know what I'm saying, about everything, yeah. the way it all went down. But I mean, yo, it's, it's probably why he brought him along with him anyway to do most of the talking like that. Yeah, but, so yeah. so it was real interesting. So I've been um, Blueprint Three. I've been uh, listening just to like some random J. Also, um, Nipsey Hustle. I've been listening to some old Nip. Um, he got he got some new coming out too. So yeah, about that. exactly. Like so, I I like him. I just you know what it is. I always liked his um his drive just because uh 
you know, he never, he's always been underground, but he's he's been mainstream at the same time, and I always liked how he did that, and he never really took a deal, because remember before he was supposed to sign with, um, there was rumor of him signing with Rick Ross, so, okay. you know, he was talking about that, he actually ended up signing a deal uh, a partner, a joint partnership. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just excited to see which way a lot of his shit is going to go now because I feel like once he gets a push, he's, I think Nip could really be out of here. He did a deal with Ross or he did a deal with somebody else? Nah, he ended up doing a deal with somebody else. So, okay. You know, it's, it's cool. Uh, so, yeah, I haven't really been listening to, um, I'm kind of late on, like, a lot of stuff. I like uh, the little homie Khalid. I started listening to more of him, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know since the I mean? Grammys, I, I think yeah. you know, I've been listening to some of stuff. Him and SZA have made a big splash at the Grammys. I saw SZA on a Gap commercial. Yeah, I seen right? her too. SZA lit though. Like SZA's real lit. Yeah. I like her. I yeah, like her. And then that, that whole camp because they got Kendrick, TDE, and everything. So she going places definitely. Oh, she's in that camp. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kend- Kendrick got the new Black Panther soundtrack that he just dropped. Yeah, she's, she's on, on that. She's, oh wait, wait, wait. she splashed. Wait, he all did, over Kendrick that. did the whole soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. Did he really? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh shit! Yeah, so we'll be, we'll be back at the Grammys next year, you know. <laughs> <laughs> also, I mean, if y'all looking at TVs, there's some good black TV coming this spring. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa my fault, Keith. I, I got one more music thing before you move on to TV. But remember that, remember that, because I don't know if y'all, y'all heard Dedication Six and Dedication Six Reloaded from Lil Wayne, DJ Drama. Not um, at all. <laughs> check it out. I ain't going front. I like Reloaded uh, more than the first one, but it's just cool to have Wayne back. I think I like the Reloaded project. They're two completely different mixtapes: Dedication Six and Dedication Six Reloaded. Um, Reloaded is tough though because Wayne talks between every track, and it's like you you kind of was the last time you really heard Wayne sit down and do an interview. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of cool to like hear him talk about um, his relationship with Nicki, his relationship with Drake. Oh, okay. Um, just yeah, how he feels like fans. It sounds like they wrote him letters or they sent emails and he's like reading the emails and answering the questions. But um, nah, it's a really cool project. I like the songs. He blacks out um, on um, I think back in the '80s is one of my favorite ones. Um, and then Childish Gambino dropped the EP. I didn't go all the way. Th- it's only like four tracks, so I didn't go all the way through it. But the one track I heard off of it was tough. I'm like, I'm looking forward to listening to that. Um, he says they didn't want me to play Spider Man, but I'm still spitting Venom, some crazy shit like that. So like, uh, I- I'm looking forward to. What was what was he doing that he couldn't make Atlanta? He was making that new Star Trek, uh, sorry, Star Wars movie. Uh, yeah, we tight. We trying to watch Atlanta, man. Word up, bro. Um, I'm, I'm ready for Atlanta <laughs> season two. So, but he's he's rap. But I like the fact that he raps about everything he got going on in his life. And I think he's always done. He's that. an he, artist. He, that's that real yeah. shit. You know what I mean? That's 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 that real artistry. That's the thing I I really like about him too. And and he's able to. You know what I mean? Still up the culture. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he's working with different people, like doing different things. He hasn't like stayed in one box, just being an artist. Nah, he. You know what I mean? Doing the whole production with the show. He's, mm-hmm. you know, actually producing music and working on the EP comedy. I mean, this guy, he's he's dope. He's dope. He- he uh he brings Donald Glover into the Childish Gambino life. Um and then I, I, the one track I heard he's spitting, so I don't know if the whole project's like that. But you know the last project he was doing more singing on yeah. and stuff like that. Um and then speaking of the culture, shout out to Migos. Culture two came out. The Migos are actually pushing like three projects right now. Quavo and Travis Scott got a project together. Huncho Jack, um which is cool. I like a few tracks on there. They also got the Quality Control album that they've been pushing, which got a lot of Migos is all over that album. And you then said Travis own- Scott. Travis Scott and Quavo got an album together. Yeah, it's called Huncho Jack. All right, shout out to the baby he got too. Yeah, yeah, yo. <laughs> where did that? I was going to ask you. I was thinking, like, for a future podcast, I was like, yo, is Kylie still pregnant? Is, did she, you know what I'm saying? Nah, she dropped she, that. 
Yeah, no, but she, she, well, she just had it the other day, but she was in hiding all this time, right? Yeah, so that's what they were saying, something like that. She yeah. was in hiding. Yeah, she, oh, also, she, she laid low for for a long time, and then she kind of she took a picture, a pregnancy picture, not too long ago, but then she finally like re- released good documentation of her actually delivering. Which is oh, new, nice. which is definitely new for the Kardashians. So I I respect that. Um, also too with uh you, when you mentioned Amigos, they reached quality control. They recently signed um this cat Trippy Red. I'm not too sure if y'all familiar with him, but that's another rapper, white rapper. Uh, he's a white white rapper. Yeah, he's one of them with the. <laughs> See, damn. Yeah, nah, you know, cause they got the 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 tattoos on the face and the hair looking all crazy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he's one. He's one of them. Yeah. Okay, I, didn't know, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant he's just like like uh, a white rapper. <laughs> he's not like Macklemore Logic though. He's uh, a yeah. actually no wait. Right Trippy Red. I'm bugging. Trippy Red is black. Call himself white. Pardon me. Logic don't like being called white. Logic. Yeah, he don't want to be called white. I think he identifies as black. Oh well, yeah, but I, mean, it looks like I feel like Potter, that just came. I tell you that. Yeah, but I feel like that just started with this project too. Like I've heard, <laughs> I've heard other logic stuff where he didn't necessarily stress that. You know what I'm saying? He kind of was like, yo, but yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, a mixed rapper. Yeah. Uh, Trippy Red is. I'm looking at another picture of him from another way. He doesn't look white anymore. So uh, <laughs> we're, we're we're gonna take him out of that. Um, you know. But either way, I mean, a lot of the artists with all the face tattoos. I mean. I can't, man. I can't get with it. Even that one rapper, um, I, one rapper that's always out doing a lot is the kid. Uh, what's his name? Six Six Nine. Yeah, Takashi. Oh, who is that? Yeah, you know what? I heard that name. Uh, in the, uh what was it? Everyday struggle or something? Like, who yeah, the hell is that? <laughs> he, he's, he's another rapper. I believe he's um, you know, from around in um New York. I mean, he he definitely has has a has an audience. He he definitely has a following, but that's all I see. I mean, he has a tattoos and he's a blood. So I mean, mm-hmm. he has a tattoos yeah. all on his face and everywhere. It's y'all ever lot. seen? Y'all watch Key and Peele? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah this um six nine looks like the sketch that Key and Peele did, where like they had this real extra ignorant rapper. <laughs> I don't know if y'all ever, ever seen it. Oh man. Nah, I know. See if I, 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 I can find it for y'all and show y'all right quick. Yeah, mm. you gotta pull that up. It, you, I'm telling you too. Look, you gotta when you can't Google Trippy Red, man. I mean, this cat. I was. I just looked up Trippy Red. Yeah, he's looking kind of wild. And you know what's funny? They, uh, Little Wayne on the on the the mixtape. All those dudes, the face tattoos and the wild dreads, like that's that's Little Wayne. You yeah, know what I'm saying? They're all like, they all like the children of Little Wayne. They call them. Yeah, like and it's a it's a whole different movement. That's like um my godson, he was like, Yeah, you ever hear of Lil Skies? I'm like, Lil Skies. Everyone's little. Yeah, I'm like, Well well who's Lil Skies? And it's just another kid. Tattoos everywhere. Oh. Six nine going hard in the paint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's been he's been going in, so Oh no, not in a good way. I meant like because of the, the face tattoos and the, the Multicolored teeth in the hair. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. happening over there, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's like a kit. Like it's like these kids are like buying that type of artist kit. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they just throwing the shit on their face, changing their hair, and bam, they're so he so he is Takashi. That's the same person. Six yeah, nine six nine is Takashi. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Wait, six nine. That's the, the, his two names are Takashi and. Yeah. Well, yeah. I know. Um, I guess that's his like. I don't know if that's like the set he rep. I don't, I'm not too 
good on all that type of shit, but I know like that's the Instagram and shit like that too. I know he got six nine tatted all on his belly, yeah. face. I mean, Takashi six nine. It, it looks kind of like a like a what's the shit a, like uh, a screen name or something like that or whatever your your profile name. Man, he's from Brooklyn apparently, and yeah, he has a child a child sex case pending. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> yeah. So. It's always it's 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 always always some shit. But uh, Keith, what were you saying about uh new te- television shows? Oh, uh, well, y'all mentioned Atlanta. Atlanta's coming out later in this uh March, early yeah, in the March, spring. Right? Yeah, yeah um, I've seen the commercials for it. Yeah, so that's that's huge. I see the advertisements everywhere. Um, Zazie Beats, the the girl who plays. The mother of Donald Glover's child in the show. Oh, got what? a big crush on her. That's a, yeah. that's, a, that's her name? Yeah, she's yeah, she's hot. Zazie Beats, yeah, she's in Valid. Deadpool. Two. Mm. She uh she could be the woman crush Wednesday. Yeah, she's also she also <laughs> does a couple episodes in a show called Easy on on Netflix. So she mm-hmm. does a good job in that. But yeah, so shout out to Black TV coming back. Uh there's a show called The Shy on Showtime. Yeah. Oh you, you check that out? Oh yeah, it's, it's a dope Shout show. Shout out to Jacob Lattimore and um, everybody up in that bitch. <laughs> Common producers, everybody. But yeah, Jason Mitchell, <laughs> the dude who played Easy E, the dude who played Easy E in the um, that NWA movie, Straight Outta Compton. Straight Outta Compton. Yeah, that dude's in it. He's killing it. Yo, every every project he does, like you realize more and more. Yo, this dude got chops, like crazy. Like he did this thing with Easy E, but then I mm-hmm. saw him in Mudbound. And in um, this show, I saw him in, in King Kong, one of the, the latest King Kong movie that was out. That didn't really show his chops, but this, like, The Shy, that dude better win an Emmy soon, sooner or later. <laughs> yo, uh... Oh, yo. quick, man. My fault. Go ahead, oh. go ahead Nisha. Yo, another show that, I, that I've that i been watching on HBO, I actually binge-watched um, real quick, was The Deuce. You guys familiar uh, with that? that? It's, yeah, I know... Is it about the porn industry or yeah. is it about uh, yeah, okay. sex trade industry? You know what I'm saying? Back in the 1970s, um, mm. it's it's definitely interesting. The way I actually started watching it was um, from this black girl, Dominique Fishback. She was actually part of a uh, Hove's um, one of Hove's music videos, and she's like a rising black um, you know actress. And I'm like, dang, they was talking about it. So I, I was like, yo, let me see what the deuce is about. Then you got James Franco in it. Like, I'm like, yo, it's it's kind of lit, though. It's a lot that's happening. Um, It really shows, you know, how shit was in the beginning with um prostitution and all of that. And then the way it's starting to bubble up. Like, it's a lot happening. And that, that whole time, I mean, the way the pimps were and the way they were bagging up the girls. And it's crazy, man. It's like. It's a lot of sex in there, so, uh, you know. <laughs> it was HBO, so yeah. it wouldn't be a show without it. <laughs> I, I ain't even go front. I was just like, you know, got got some little guys running around the house, so I was watching it. And, you <laughs> know, turn the volume down yeah, on the sex scene. <laughs> it's bedtime, and I'm like, oh, I'm in here watching this shit. I'm like, oh, God, man. So That should be getting me tight, though, because, like, my, my uh, you know, you hear your neighbors and stuff like that, and I'm watching a TV show. You got your TV, you know, loud. You watching Power. The next thing you know, it's a sex scene, moaning yeah. and shit like that. Like, you sound like Wild Boy of the Year. Yeah, you start, <laughs> yo, you start looking around like damn <laughs> close my windows <laughs> no more uh, locked black, doors <laughs> black thought from uh the roots and the jimmy fallon show he's on he's on the deuce right black thought what's his what's um 
Black Thought's T- actual name though. Tyreek, they call him. Philip. I don't know if that's his. Philip Grossman, I think. <laughs> Philip. Philip. <laughs> it's definitely like Tyreek or something like that. I'm not uh, too sure. I think he's on there though, because I think I seen him on the preview. I don't know if he has a prominent role, but I think I definitely seen him on the preview. I think preview. he was in and out. I'm not too sure though. Yeah, yeah. He was like, he was doing a promo tour for it, and I was like, there's no other reason for him to be doing promo other than yeah. uh for the that. Deuce, so. The deuce is real. So Um Real quick, did y'all did y'all see the the I guess Raven Simone versus everybody type of thing <laughs> going did we, on? Did we bring her back yet? Or I mean, I don't think she's come like I mean she doesn't want to why don't people like why don't people like Raven Simone? What what did what does she really do to to get flamed? Raven Simone don't like Raven Simone. She don't. She, I mean, it's always something. The comments that she makes, like you know, what I'm saying in regards to black people, like she's mm-hmm. she's she's had a history here. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that uh, you know, the the most recent shit is the shit with um all the guys in the picture. It was a lot of black people. Rock, yeah, it the was a Rock, Rock Nation. Nation uh, uh, was it a Rock Nation we, brunch? Keith, you know a little bit more about it than I do, but I think, believe it was like a Rock Nation brunch and they all were posing to take a picture together. Um, they're holding up champagne. I, I believe I seen Big Sean in the picture. T.I., uh, you guys throw any names in if I remember forgetting anybody. Was Jay- Jay-Z was in the picture too, um, I believe so. And uh, what was the actual... It was, it, was, it was your man from Arrested Development, right, Keith? Yeah, Speech from Arrested speech Development. From Arrested he, Development. He posted which, a picture from the, the Rock Nation, or he reposted... A picture from the Rock Nation brunch, and uh, well, shout out to Arrested Development. I like, I like, you know, the few little singles they had. Uh, yeah, but where, where is, is he culturally relevant? Like, is he not? Not, not, oh, yes. not to say that he's not. <laughs> yeah, I about to say I didn't know if you know if he was still making music or if he was working for like a, a publication or something like that. But he, uh, he put a comment on that. He posted the picture. Matter of well, fact, he's relevant yeah, right? enough. They for Twitter to put the little check mark next to. To like verify if this famous person, this, this, this guy, oh, he got the blue check. Yeah, he he got out the here. blue check. So he's relevant enough. So he posted a picture he, from the Rock Nation brunch with a bunch of the stars, so it's, the people you name pretty much. Um, mm-hmm. Really, to point out that Ti was in it, and he put a caption saying, "A group of so-called successful, quote unquote, black men, minus Khaled, racially." who became rich and famous from perpetuating the worst black stereotypes to the ears and eyes of the whole planet like drug dealing, pimping, murdering other black men, and disrespecting black women. I know, making observations is being a hater. Cheers. So that was speech. Raven Simone excluded, screenshot that. He excluded po- Khaled? He excluded Khaled in his comments? He's like Correct. Like so he said a group yeah, of racially. so-called, quote-unquote, successful black men. Black men. Gotcha. And then okay. parenthetically, he says, minus Khaled racially. Got you saying okay. So Raven Simone screenshot that and posted, and posted it on her Instagram, and put a bunch of cute emojis um, as her caption, and mm-hmm. then Ti struck back. Yeah, one with the magnifying glass, um, and you know, just like the the one with uh, the eyes and no face. I mean, no uh, no mouth there, and then she just put a yellow heart. So it was kind of like. Huh, take a look at this shit. Or, yo, how y'all feel about this? I'm kind of agreeing with this shit. How you feel? You know what I mean? Like, because, and then the agreement is, is in the repost, because obviously emoji is you're going to take your, uh, it's, it's, it's left to interpretation. But she's obviously in agreement with the comments because she wouldn't have reposted that yeah, to her own. And, and on top of her you. history, knowing her history and how mm-hmm. she's made different comments about shit, you know what I'm saying? It is, it looks as though she is in agreement with it. You know what I mean? So there is no questioning whether she agrees or, or doesn't. She definitely does. She does. So, 
I guess my question would be kind of to what Speech said in his original comments. Is she necessarily hating to be in agreement? Like, is that should, should there be like an, a, a level of support for hip hop artists or hip hop in general because she comes from that culture? She doesn't come or, from that culture, in my opinion. Word. Yeah. Bang. Boom. Well, uh, I mean, it's not a bad I, I thing. Meant, she just doesn't come from that culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no I, I don't think I really just meant hip hop culture, but she's a what some people would call a recording artist, I guess, right? She had a, yeah. a group, right? She's in Cheetah Girl. So, um, but but I guess I I feel like this. I, I kind of agree with speech. I feel like if you were to go against the the grain and say, you know, hey everybody, I know you like this and that person, but they also did this type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like the Christopher Columbus, Malcolm X thing that we brought up earlier. It's like I, I know you like this person, but let's let's look at the full picture of everything of it. Is but is that really should that really be considered hating, or uh, should Raven Simone get backlash for having agreement with that? Like. No, that's I mean, the crazy everyone... thing. Speech didn't get backlash. I don't think he's famous. Like he's not famous enough, so it's easy for Raven Simone. She was on The View, and yeah. she she was um what was her name on the Cosby Show? Olivia. Yeah, that was Olivia. And 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 she. Yeah, I mean, in her defense, too. Well, not necessarily in her defense, but I mean, she even she had did an interview, um, and she she had mentioned where she had mental illness, you know what I'm saying? Because of like her, you know, body shaming and stuff like that when she was, when she was a child and everything. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, she, she, she does say that she has some shit going on up there, but at the same time too, I don't, I feel like sometimes you got to put the plug on shit. Like where's her people to be at? Like, yo, you know what? Let's not post this shit because every time we post some shit, it's always taken out of context. Whether you meant good or you meant harm, sometimes the 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 best shit is silence. You know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. that's my stance. You know, like that's the way I look at shit. I think- and she's a she's a decorated television producer. Like she produces multiple shows, right? Like uh, she's children's shows. But- she's like a yeah yeah. That's so mobile. Stuff. A lot of the I, I would yeah. say that Disney and Nickelodeon. I big them up for they did some huge things for um young entertainers. Nick Cannon, Raven Simone. Nick Cannon. So. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Miley Cyrus. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like because you're not gonna please all the people. That's social media. You shouldn't be pleasing anybody anyway. Do it for yourself. But um, I, yeah, I, I think she probably to your point. She probably does have a team. That's what I was gonna say because it's not just her. She's kind of a corporation. So mm-hmm. she probably does have a team. Telling she's just like I don't really give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm gonna do this anyway. Um, because she kind of in the same boat as Stacey Dash, where they kind of make comments that yeah. people don't people don't necessarily uh, uh fully agree with. Yeah, I mean, and she she's I mean. If you guys don't, if you don't remember, remember she said something where she like you know she the <laughs> it was watermelon laundry or some shit like that. Y'all remember that shit when she was like she wouldn't watermelon. hire people with with a ghetto name and shit like that, and it's kind of like discriminatory towards like you know she was she was kind of being racist and shit. You know what I mean? Y- y'all don't remember that shit. This is Raven Simone you're talking about? Yeah, this comments? was yeah this was years ago. You know what I mean? When she was like she wouldn't hire someone if they had a ghetto name. I feel like I, I, cause I've, I've, I've heard the various comments that she's made. I never really looked into them, but I feel like that's along the lines of something I've heard. Um, is she saying because it's an unprofessional name, or she just wouldn't trust them? Yeah, she yeah she said so because this is it's a, a ghetto name. This is a story from 2015. Raven Simone said she wouldn't hire someone with a quote unquote black name. For what reason though? Did she she didn't go into deep like uh, she didn't say why or that. Because you can't, I feel like that's unfair to a person to discriminate against their name. They didn't name themselves. You know what I mean? So. 
So oh, her, she, oh, I see. I see. So dead. I'm not gonna hire you if your name is Watermelon Andrea. Oh, <laughs> she doubled Yo, down on. That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> she what she said. She doubled down on ignorant. Yeah, that's what. So, so yeah. for me, it's just like she's had, uh, and there was another issue too. Like, I mean, Raven's been in and out of the water. You know what I mean? Kind of like around the same subject. So it's like, yo, like you can't. We, like, where's the team at to be like, hey, listen, when it comes to this type of shit, let's just let's just be a little more. Not necessarily like you have to mute how you feel and shit like that, but she never, she she. She never really, I feel like, has, like, a real clear view on how she can word her shit. Like, she just blurts shit out with real, without really, you know Put what I mean? Fingers. Yeah. And even though this time is only emojis and shit, it's just like, yo, your past didn't really help this post, homie. Like, mm-hmm. so you, to me, you kind of should have been silent. And even with Stacey Dash, like, she just always has, like, if there's a, they can sit at the same fucking table. Like, you know what I mean? I can't, if... I can't be with them too on some G shit. Cause even Stacey Dash, she just put up some shit talking about um her people said that she should run for office and shit, asking people how they feel, like if she should run and, and be in a, a political position. <laughs> niggas like niggas, niggas was niggas. niggas. Yeah, <laughs> niggas was niggas on that. I'm all for having your own opinion, and if it goes against the grain, it goes with it. Like I'm not with following the crowd or people being sheep. Um, but but put some thought into your comments because it's it's out there. It's like it's possible uh, she did though. I mean, if that's how she feels, I think is yeah. I think what it's, she it's, yeah, so, you're right. What about she that. posted there was is consistent. It doesn't go against the grain of what she's thought before. And let's not forget, mm-hmm. with all the people that disagree with her, there are there in this case there might be more people that agree with her, or at least. Are somewhat aligned to how she thinks. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I was more so going to. I 100% think that this is her opinion. This is how she feels. I was more so like, you always see these apologies. Like uh, we spoke about Tommy Loren on the last episode. She had to come out and apologize to Joe Kennedy for the comments that she made. And you're like, so that's she was what was more being so a dick, thought though. Like she was being like full out dick. Him, full out dick. Yeah. Though I don't yeah. agree with Raven Simone, she. I mean, there was nothing out of line, in my opinion. Like, people have been talking about this for years, that rappers perpetuate yeah, that, this image of, of black people and objectifying women, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. That's why, and I, I feel like she shouldn't be flamed. She should, like, I don't think she came out the, out of the, yeah, out the, like, the watermelon comment was, or watermelon laundry or whatever. Uh, that's, well, or, or I wouldn't laundry, hire someone. Hire someone because that's just straight like wild, but it's just like this one. It doesn't seem from less field as as a thought, and two, I don't feel like just because you're black, you have to kind of feel differently than she felt. Like I, I feel how you want to feel. Well, no, 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 for no matter what race you are. For me, I'm not necessarily saying that she shouldn't have an opinion. I'm just saying in the past, the way she's like, you know what I mean, commented on shit. Like I don't want to hear shit from her. You know what I mean? Like I'm just. That's how I am. Like, I don't want to mm-hmm. hear it from her. Now, do I agree with some of the things that were said in the post? Pieces of it, yeah. You know what I mean? But it doesn't, to me, it's like, you know, like, there's one thing posting a picture about it, but then there's also, like, you know what I mean, being proactive about shit, too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because it's just like, too, well, what has she done? It doesn't, like, you know, like, you you can't, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not really big on... Um, Sometimes the way people say shit And some people may not be big on the way I say shit all the time But it's like yo Where's that action too You know what I mean I can't talk about you for wearing black shoes And you know what I mean I like to put the black joints on too every now and then You know what I mean Like where's the action in that mm-hmm. no, I hear you. Yeah, It's, a, it's, it's a, even uh, It's the social Rocky. media brings out this This 
social justice warrior thing out there, like where people just outrage or just lash back at everything. You know what I'm saying? So someone with an opinion, with a the very definite opinion like Raven Simone has, people tend to just pile onto them. And no and also she took down her post, but she made a note that I didn't take it down because um I I don't feel this way. I still feel this way, but the comments are just getting kind of wild. That's pretty much what she put. Cause she has she has kids fans. She has she has, she had uh, young fans. Correct. And she doesn't want she doesn't want them to see uh, so, the comments. Which and that's my that's my point right there exactly. Because if why would you post it knowing that shit? Like you can't like. Oh man, that's just, <laughs> that's the shit I'm saying though. Like it's there's there's different ways you could have went around that, or you could have even maybe used um, a different platform to to express that shit. You know what I mean? Like or maybe maybe don't use emojis and use the English language and let people yeah. know exactly how you feel. Yeah, you know break what I'm it so, break it down. Yeah. I mean, you know, like Nisha talk about a solution. You know what I'm saying? Or, or even if you want to say, hey, let's boycott these artists until they change their lyrics. Something that it just an emoji doesn't really do much other, uh, to the situation. And even you see that with the um, I don't know if y'all watched the Super Bowl, but there was a, a Dodge Ram commercial where they used Martin Luther King of um, a segment of his speech that had um, been recorded the same day many years earlier, and people were outraged about that. I saw that commercial. I didn't see anything wrong with it at all. Well, but, um, so I'll jump in there. And word, Keith, get it, Keith. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't turn me into Raven Simone. I'm just saying. <laughs> I just see how people because it's Martin Luther King and it's like, oh, there's trucks, it's innocent. It's not I don't think the the motives were evil or, or nefarious or just ugly. I, but I do think that it was Martin Luther King's voice was used shallowly in that commercial commercial. And Amen. I mean that by saying that he they put this speech playing in the background of this truck commercial and it was beautiful at first. It's a commercial people helping each other out and doing stuff as a community, people of different colors and families and all this type of stuff. And then at the end of the commercial, it just shows a truck rolling by us. So it's basically like, here's this beautiful message. Martin Luther King, one of the most meaningful leaders in, in the history of, our, of mankind. And we play this speech of his, this, you know, this, this altruistic kind of message. And then it's like, fuck with our trucks. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yep. how the, the 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 commercial ended. Like, yo, come down and buy some trucks, y'all. After the whole Martin Luther King shit, so I think that's the problem. That's before you even go deeper into what that actual speech was about. And so the, the if you listen to the speech and there's some stuff on YouTube where they actually played the 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 parts of the speech that are more pertinent to consumerism. Basically, he's saying like, hey, like, don't get all nuts. With the cons consumeristic stuff, don't go out and buy fancy trucks and cars and clothes and stuff like that. Like, chill. So, what's wrong with the commercial is that they use this speech, this message of, of you know, unity and mankind, yada yada. It's like hypocritical. But then blatantly put it out there that yo, please buy our trucks. So they use Even it for a sales actual message. Speech. And that's what's wrong with yeah. It. Man. And the actual speech was against that. But was, was am I mistaken? Wasn't there like a racial backlash that that, that they were getting? Like, why would you use Martin Luther King with the with the term service? Maybe maybe I'm mistaken. I thought that people were offended by that. Um, it could be. Black but, I mean, listen, for any one thing, especially when it comes to you throw Martin Luther King in there, there's going to be a hundred, hundreds of different forms of backlash and forms of objections to it. But um, the main one was kind of like you use this speech for selling trucks. Now, when you go be below the surface of that, then there's the 
taking that snippet of the speech and taking out the context of the entire, the entire, the subject of the entire address, that particular speech that Martin Luther King made, you find out that what? it's like a speech that, that kind of bucks consumerism. No, no, and I agree with you on that that point, 150%. I think we got to look into it and see who necessarily gives out the rights, the permission for people to use Dr. Martin Luther King's likeness or his voice. It's his is, estate. Is it his so his estate, his estate actually supportive of it because they gave the permission for That's what it. I was saying. Okay, so that's what I was thinking. His estate came out and said, yeah, come on. I can't remember the, the exact quote. I don't have it in front of me. Basically, basically, he said, no, that's cool, man. I mean, they trying to do their thing. So we felt like, yeah, it's cool for us to give out. The, the the rights they to the, get, the they snippet give yeah. out they got they got you mean sell the rights sell it yeah I mean not give out <laughs> they definitely made money, money off of it, it but it's yeah. like you know so they the state was cool with it so Ram Dodge didn't steal it they got permission for it but I think just the way they used it was kind of um it wasn't like I said it wasn't ugly or defamatory but it was just kind of like you know yeah and I I think. Where where my disagreement comes from is is one it's done all the time. People use JFK's um not what you could do for your country. Uh, sorry, what your not what your country could do for you, but what you could do for your country speech all the time to sell this stuff. And like so to what Keith was saying, the fact that they use a speech that was kind of anti consumerism to for consumerism, I agree with you hundred percent. That was kind of whack, but it kind of our opinion doesn't really matter on it as long as the estate was cool with it because that's who's who yeah. determines uh what you could do at the end of the day my whole thing was when people were trying to make it a racial thing and the whole uh built to serve as if to be like some type of slave type servant people type thing that, i didn't Jesus see that Christ. at all like yeah, take yeah, that. i can't go that far i i try not to read that's all i said like, y'all too old way too yeah old, that, that's <laughs> a wicked shit that's that <laughs> but yeah, nah, uh, I wouldn't, yeah, that's why when I put it out there, I said there's the, what's on the surface, and then I said yeah. then when you go deeper, but that's like really deep built to serve and all that stuff. I mean, yeah. I did expect some, like a little bit of backlash because it's like a Ram truck, and we know more who's known for driving Ram trucks, and them- Confe- sl- People with Confederate flags? Yeah, who yeah, <laughs> are known for it, and you know, but built to serve, like, well, I get itself. it. Huh? I see a lot of no. I was saying in the south, I see like a lot of Ram trucks. A lot of like, well, yeah. Keith and brother they, had a had a pickup truck. Keith brother was the first black dude I knew with a pickup truck, and I was like, hell yeah, we could do this now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> this, shit, this shit is allowed. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So I think, um, but also built to serve like Rams are actually used, and pickup trucks are used to actually do business Service. and serve. They're built to serve, <laughs> and I think this also yeah. depends on perspective. Like if I was. In, in Tallahassee or something like that, I'd be like, wow, they really did right by Martin Luther King here. So it's also perspective. So like people who are saying that the built to serve thing is like a nod to slavery, maybe they were slaves now. I'm fucking with you. But yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, real, real quick, we're about, to wrap, we're about to wrap this thing up. But um, if y'all played for the Eagles, would y'all go to the White House and invited? Wait, would you say, say, say that again? Uh, the, the Eagles are the Super Bowl champions, so usually all the champions from the sports get invited to the White House. Um, so I'm saying, if you, if you played for the Super Bowl winning uh, Philadelphia Eagles, would you attend uh, Donald Trump's White House invitation? As long as Meek can go. Meek <laughs> yeah, can go nowhere, no time soon. <laughs> Not no White House. Yo, yeah. but wait, real quick, shout out to Meek though because uh, that uh, Dreams and Nightmare that joint shot up kind of crazy on the streaming. Hell yeah, because that was the Eagles. Crazy. Eagles official, well, not an unofficial song for the playoffs, but yeah, they they gave Meek some numbers, so he's got a check waiting for him when he gets out. 
It's like black and yellow yeah. and the Steelers. Yeah, exactly. It was exactly like that. Yeah. I ain't going. Y'all going? Y'all might as well bring Raven some more and Stacey Dash with y'all. Who else y'all going to bring? Quincy going to pull up? Who else? <laughs> Quincy. <laughs> I, would say, I would say go, but it's more. It's not, it's not exactly. I would say go for the reason like, hey, if you're going to do anything, start, start a, a um, conversation with the man who actually can speak for himself, you know what I'm saying, can talk back and say why he said these comments, why he felt this way. You can actually get into a a, a dialogue like that. But realistically, Donald Trump's not going to get into that dialogue with them, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, what's the point? Right. I, I went there to take a picture with him and look like I'm in support of him. So no, uh, with that being said. Go ahead. I'm sorry. If, if they was also like, yo, we could chill and we could uh we could talk and we could we could we could kick it, I would definitely do that. I don't know if y'all remember back in the day, or you probably don't, but there was a dude that played for Chicago Bulls. My man wore a dashiki to his White House interview and never worked in the NBA ever again. No, sorry, White House um White House invitation and never worked in the NBA ever again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was just like That's the nineties like, though. Damn. That that's yeah, if yeah, that yeah. should happen now. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, what if they wore black gloves or something like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I can see, uh, I can see it being an issue. But is Donald Trump even going to invite them? You know, last year was the Patriots. I was his homeboy, so is he even going to invite the Philadelphia Eagles? So, um, but I think Malcolm Malcolm Jenkins leading the. He's a very intelligent guy. He's uh doing a lot of work for the social justice reform in the NFL. So I think he he can get into an intelligent conversation. Uh, I don't know if the other side is going to be as intelligent as he is, but is, you know what I'm saying it's a conversation that. The potential's there, and if there's anybody that I would put on that team to do it, it'd probably be him. So it's like but he uh, said he's not going. No, he did. He he said up front, I'm not. I'm not going. So it's that. Um, but that's that's episode 22. 22. Emmett Smith number up in here. Uh, deuce, deuce. Shout out to everybody out there listening to us. Shout out to the whole entire Money Talks ENT. I see y'all out there. DJ Show, Sunkiss, Beta G. Ao Niche, Plicka PZ, DJ Playboy. Um, shout out to us. You know what I'm saying? We out here on Google Play. Check us out there if you got an Android phone on the Google Play Music. Uh, check us out on Apple Podcasts if you got an iPod or iPod. Uh, sorry, iPhone. I think they call them or HomePod. Whatever the device they're coming out with this week. Um, <laughs> and also check us out. Check us out on SoundCloud. Um, Ao Niche. Ayo. Where could they find you at if they wanted to find you on social Yo, media? Yo, everything. Ao Niche. A Y O N I S H. Instagram, all that shit. Facebook, I'm there. Keith, if uh, <laughs> somebody was looking for you on social media, <laughs> where would they find you at? Find me on Instagram, me and my underscore 35. Do it for the gram. You can find me uh, at Plickapeezy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y on Instagram. Also check us out at Perfect Talk Radio. We are on there. Follow us. Um, also, if you check out the podcast, give us a review. Uh, you know, leave a rating. They really like when you do that. And we up out of here, y'all. I'm gonna pick up my daughter. Say goodbye to the people. Peace. Arrivederci. <laughs> yeah. This guy keeps.